0: Hi, this is Kira Buckland, voice actress for some of your favorite anime and video games. Please enjoy this episode of the Anna Monday Podcast, a randomized anime experience.
1: Hello and welcome to the Annie monday Podcast. My name is Colin Hemphill.
0: And I'm Kayla Hemphill.
1: On our show, we roll the virtual dice and must watch a randomly selected anime title.
0: We are still quarantined.
1: We're still locked in, yeah. <laughs> what if we were permanently locked into this box? Oh my gosh. Not just our home.
0: I'd melt. <laughs> I'd melt. Though with quarantining comes watching lots of anime. For
1: For some people, yes. (laughs) For us, more of the same. (laughs) On our previous episode, we rolled the virtual dice, and the show that sang to us is called The Idolmaster Cinderella Girls. Uh, The Idolmaster as a whole is a pretty extensive franchise of video games that started as an arcade game in 2005, and there are now almost 30 games on various platforms that have now been released.
0: I don't understand how this game would work in the context of an arcade game.
1: arcades are just very different in Japan. Oh, that's fair. It has also been adapted into many different anime series, light novels, manga, and audio dramas. Uh, Specifically, Idolmaster Cinderella Girls began as a free-to-play video game for mobile phones released in 2011. In 2012, it was earning 1 billion yen, or about 9 million USD, per month.
0: Too much.
1: It's a lot. (laughs) Uh, In fact, this particular game and others like it caught the attention of the Consumer Affairs Agency for its gacha mechanics, which uh, they did determine violate Japanese law. (laughs) Cinderella Girls was also adapted into a manga series in 2012, a sequel rhythm game called Starlight Stage in 2015, and this 25 episode anime series by A1 Pictures in 2015. There were also a 52 episode spin-off anime series in 2007 called Cinderella Girls Theater, and about 2 months ago they actually announced Cinderella Girls Extra Stage, which is going to be a 48 episode spin-off anime streaming exclusively within the mobile game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which you can't get stateside.
1: No, you cannot.
0: I tried. Also, isn't this a spinoff already of the Idolmaster series, or is it just?
1: I don't part know. Of so it? much a spinoff as just one of the iterations of it. I
0: see. I'm I trying think to figure there... out how many spinoffs there
1: are. Yeah, there, there's. I think a couple other anime series based on like different idol projects. I see. And this one is still based on Cinderella Girls. Got it. We watched the first four episodes. Uh, Kayla, would you like to share the plot?
0: For many young girls, becoming an idol means entering into a world of music, fame, and friendship. Many will never make it past the audition phase, and their dreams will be left behind. Only a lucky few of these girls will get to experience their Cinderella story.
1: So it's probably worth noting a a little bit about how the video games work. Do you want to talk at all about the producer role and how that (laughs) kind of works in the games?
0: So in the games you are a producer that is recruiting and managing the girls that are in whatever project you're working on. So in any of the Idolmaster games that are in their like m- main game instead of like a like spin-off game, like the simulation game, ones. Yeah, you play a kind of nameless, faceless sort of producer who is managing the girls and that was part of the gotcha mechanics was that you would randomly get the girls and you were trying to get the best kind of girls. And Yeah,
1: the, the more stars.
0: Mm-hmm. So the girls would have different skills. They'd have different um, talents. And so there'd be some that would be more rare that you would apparently spend a lot of money to try and collect uh-huh. <laughs> um, because that would make your project more, more successful. successful.
1: And so this character of the protagonist, the producer, actually appears as kind of a character for this show, also called the producer. And we don't know him by any other name.
0: And he is as bland as possible. And he uses as few words as possible.
1: Yeah. I think there's something interesting about this character choice because they could have made him just super boring and bland. But they took it so far that he comes across as extremely creepy.
0: Yeah, it's a plot point.
1: And specifically the plot point involving this guy should not be managing like teenage girls. He's way (laughs) too creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, But he works for 346 Production Talent Agency, which uh, is kind of the recurring production agency for all of these games and spinoffs and is recruiting for what they call the Cinderella, the Cinderella Project.
0: So far, it's unclear why it's called the Cinderella Project.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I've actually seen the name Cinderella used in other anime, hmm. and I wonder if it's just like a story that they know the English name of that kind of comes up frequently, even if it's not directly applicable to the story.
0: It's probably just their standard, like, rags-to-riches story. Yeah. Yeah. So, part of what carries over from the game into this series is how many characters there are. In the first couple episodes, it's really kind of focusing on these three girls. And then it very quickly expands into the 14. 14 main girls mm-hmm. of this project. Let me repeat that. 14 main girls. That means there are still more girls than these 14 that we have to keep track of.
1: Yeah, and these are just core to the project cuz we've already had interactions with other idols who are outside of this agency.
0: And we haven't happened upon any that are just going to be randomly guest starring in
1: this project Mm -hmm. now that said it does seem like these three are going to continue to be the main focus Um, i think we're going to primarily see their success story and the shows that they perform and the songs that they perform in and so even if there are other things going on in this project this idol project I think we're almost exclusively going to see things that these three girls are involved in.
0: Yeah, the series starts off with Izuki. And she really, 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 really wants to be an idol. She's gone to all these auditions. She takes all these classes. And it just hasn't happened for her until this producer just walks into her class, lesson, I guess. That Looks she like has. a dance
1: studio yeah. primarily.
0: And just offers her a role in this project that she I guess had originally auditioned for.
1: And Yeah, then... I was I was unclear if she had just applied with this agency and maybe they were reassigning her, but she did get some sort of extra chance with this group.
0: Yeah. And overall, her personality is just sort of like enthusiastic but not energetic and i specify that because of other characters that are to come so she is just really excited about becoming an idol and she's kind and like seems to get along with everybody um even with some of the girls that are a little more rough around the edges she you know immediately kind of connects with everybody out of all the characters We get the most time with her. The first episode kind of focuses on her and um, Rin. But we don't get a lot of depth into her character.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure that this is going to be a character with any more depth. That's kind of evident, I think, in the way that they have personified her specifically. In that she is committed to the idea of being an idol, but is kind of noncommittal on... The specifics of everything uh i even mean like when she gets accepted to be in the project she goes to buy herself some flowers and is extremely (laughs) non-committal and non-excited about what kind of flowers she wants for this little celebration and we see like those little inconsistencies in her personality of like a little bit of digging in and then pulling right back out and uh not really exposing anything about the character.
0: If there's going to be any sort of plot, I imagine that this characteristic is going to be part of it. Because if if you know anything about, like, idol life or just the idol phenomenon at all, um, there tends to be, like, characters in each group. So think Spice Girls, if you have no idea is, you know, there's, there's the sporty one, and there's the, the fashion one. It, it, it's, it's the same sort of concept. Um, some groups are a little more nuanced than that, um, and it's sort of like the fan base that puts that on the idols. But this group talks about it. So each girl is very distinctly a girl, like of some kind of girl. There's the rocker girl. There's the goth girl. There's the baking girl. There's, there's all sorts of girls. And I imagine that something that might come up is the fact that...
1: She doesn't have a thing. She
0: doesn't have a thing. And what's going to be her thing? Is she going to have a thing? Is she going to be the everyday girl? That might be a plot thing. That's the most I can see them foreshadowing, mm-hmm. if they're going to foreshadow anything.
1: Yeah, it is interesting how this show... And again, I, I don't have much experience with idol anime or... <laughs> real life idol anything but it does seem like real idol stuff all of that is producer fabricated yeah or like you said the fans kind of invent stuff for themselves and you know these rumors and lore kind of grows out of the fan base in this one it very much seems like every girl goes in with this is who i am Mm -hmm. and the producers are completely Mm hands-off and do nothing To like develop who they are, they just kind of give them a space to learn like dance moves and (laughs) how to sing and stuff.
0: So, part of the reason why I think this show is focusing on these three girls is because they're really just slightly different variations of each other. So, Rin, the next girl that we meet, is the reluctant idol. She gets approached by the producer for, we don't really have good reasons. He seems to know her, have had, like, he just sees her interact with somebody and then is like, you should be an idol. No dance, like witnessing. She was just doing a kind thing for a small child. And he was like, you should be an idol. And she says no. And then this is when the producer starts being creepy because he follows her And keeps asking her to be an idol.
1: Yeah, like you saying that he sees her this one time and decides you should be an idol is like proof number one that the whole idol business and the kind of formation of this show is that it's just how you look. (laughs) That's really it. She is pretty. And then later in the show, we also see that it's like surprising that some of them can sing. Yeah So they're like, "Oh, you can sing. Wow, you're a great <laughs> idol." And you're like, "How? not this't this a music thing? No. Apparently not., it is that. Um, yeah, I guess the the last of the kind of three main girls is uh, Mio Honda. And uh, she is, like you said, kind of the more spunky, energetic, obnoxiously extroverted kind of, <laughs> kind of people of the group. And it's, it's like you said, it's kind of the three-point triangle of the same character mm-hmm. exhibiting different kind of aspects of themselves.
0: Well, and it's, Rind kind of on the, if we were to go introvert, extrovert, she's the hard introvert, like, really reluctant, really, I wouldn't necessarily say critical, but weary of this whole thing. Like, she's doing it. But it's hard to say how invested she is. And Mio's on the other side. She's all in. All of her energy, which is a lot, is in it and in everybody's face. And Uzuki is right in the middle of the two of them. Of just sort of like, she has some energy, but also she's kind of insecure.
1: And another great personality trait that just... I would love in real life <laughs> sarcasm sarcasm. There's a lot of eye rolling. Uh she gives everyone nicknames that they didn't ask for.
0: Weird nicknames. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, "What? Why would why is that the nickname you chose?" It's usually weird iterations of their name. I think it's something that doesn't translate well.
1: Well, like Izuki Shimamura is the main character and I think she calls her like Shimamu. Right. And she's just like, shimamu? Really? Okay. Okay.
0: It doesn't seem like it's a clever wordplay thing, which is something we see a lot that sometimes, unfortunately, doesn't get translated Mm -hmm. because it's like a game and it, it just can't translate across languages. This does not seem like that. It just seems like she likes combining parts of their first name with parts of their last Mm -hmm. name and i really don't want to go into the rest of the 11 characters
1: no i had some broad traits written down so that you can kind of (laughs) see the spectrum of personalities or lack thereof that we're going with
0: can i try and name some of them yes okay
1: what are my favorites and least favorites
0: oh no that's that's i know which ones are my favorites I imagine because the goth girl is my favorite, she's not your favorite.
1: I'm I'm indifferent to positive on goth girl. Okay. Yeah, um, I think you know my least favorite, though.
0: Oh, it's the lazy girl. The lazy kid girl. No, no, no.
1: Okay, so <laughs> there is, like, a kid who is way too young to be doing this.
0: They're all... Uzuki has been named as, like, one of the oldest, and she's, like, 15, 16. Yeah. She's a second year.
1: But... There's this kid who is completely lazy, and that's her whole personality trait, Mm -hmm. and will not do work, literally says, I don't want to work. I'm going to go take a nap instead. Yep. And it's not that I even dislike the character. I'm just like, how did this person get a job here?
0: That's who I would have thought was your least favorite.
1: No, my, my least favorite is for sure Rock Girl.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so rock idol, I guess, is like slightly different in just the sense that they're performing with bands usually instead of or they're backing playing. tracks. They they could be playing, sure. usually not. And this rock girl who wants to be part of a rock idol group, like, why are you here? This, this is pop a pop group. group, yeah, for sure. And. It's literally in every single phrase she says. <laughs> oh, I just love, I love rock and I hope everyone sees my rock and I'll show the world that rock is great and that I love rock. <laughs> and, man, uh, grading.
0: <laughs> okay, so to quickly go through some of the other ones. So we have goth, we have lazy, we have rock, we have tall girl, we have baking girl. Cat girl. Cat girl. Sports girl. every um, time. Well, yes. There's sports girl who is paired with Russian girl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hold on. Now I have to think of <laughs> some of the other ones. There's the two really young girls who are always paired together. I don't have any other descriptive yeah. anything for them.
1: I don't have any others written <laughs> down. So they were, were either uh, non-essential or <laughs> we just forgot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's so many of them, y'all. It's hard to keep track.
1: Yeah, and like like we said, one of the one of these 14 girls has a sister who is in a different talent agency. And, She's a
0: sexy idol.
1: Uh-huh. And we get a whole episode with her uh trying to recruit the three main girls yep. to be her backup dancers. And so we're already getting bleed from other groups.
0: Yeah. So Kind of shifting gears from characters to the storyline. Because this show has so many characters, they have not really had any sort of plot. It seems like this is, at least from these episodes, and maybe it'll change moving forward once we get at least a little more familiar with the girls. This is pretty slice of life. We're just watching them practice we're watching them get to know each other we're just watching them take these steps to their debut because they hadn't debuted yet which means they've just assembled the group and they're sort of building up hype until they release like an album or something
1: yeah i mean literally like the plot outline of these 4 episodes was that we meet the first girl they try to recruit the second girl And then they meet the third girl who is already part of the group. And then those three go introduce themselves to the other characters in the the project. And we spend like half an episode learning everyone's name and what their character trait is.
0: With fun little on-screen...
1: Flourishes. Flourishes
0: with their name, which would help a lot more if they were in English. Right. (laughs) But they're real shiny and pretty in japanese
1: and then we get one episode where the three main girls get recruited to be backup dancers which is their first act as an idol and we see them like backstage barely getting any time to practice the (laughs) thing that they're supposed to do on stage they do it and then the last episode of those four is an entire episode of them going around to all thirteen girls and shooting a video interview with them as like a, a PR Here's our here's our group yeah. kind of video.
0: Which they say PR like two hundred times yes. in the episode.
1: Yep. <laughs> all leading up to the announcement that they are doing their first C D release, which is the three main girls and then two additional.
0: Yeah, the Russian girl and one other one who I can't remember.
1: So if I had to guess, I would, I would think that we've kind of done this broad introduction, and what we're going to see now is these individual projects that the groups are working on, where we get a little bit more time with some sp- some specific idols, uh, and you know maybe by the end of the series we'll have an episode or two with each of them.
0: Yeah, I could see that moving in that direction as well. We're in the home stretch now! Settle in for a short break and we'll be right back with more anime!
1: Welcome back to the show. All right, Kayla, to start off our discussion on the production elements of the show, what do you think of the animation and art style? And specifically, I'm thinking the character designs, because (laughs) we've got a lot of characters with some variation to them.
0: So before we go into all the character designs, because there's so many of them, I do want to kind of note that this show has pretty good animation um not just for the characters all the line work is really clean and it's modern without necessarily having a super stylized look to them Uh, but there's a lot of attention put into the details um without it being like this huge masterpiece, I wouldn't say that at all. You know, there's been some shows where we're like, oh my gosh, look at all the details of this. This isn't quite that. But you can definitely tell that they put money behind this, which makes sense given that this was a extremely popular game. They have money to put behind this show.
1: Yeah, and I'm thinking specifically of all the performance in the show. Uh, we have seen a dance show before and <laughs> that show had uh mo-capped dance routines and so they were very detailed very like they were very precise dances because they were literally just mimicking real people mm-hmm. uh but they looked very forced and very out of place with the rest of the show and this one while the dances are more simple and the you know they're performing in front of crowds of just light sticks because they don't want to (laughs) animate a huge arena full of people the the dances look natural and they're actually like in time which is hard to do in animation yeah um and so those those scenes are also fairly impressive
0: and it's done in a way that is not disruptive to what's going on the you know when we've talked about the mocap animation There was a clear departure from the original artwork being done. Um, Or, like we talked about with Mm -hmm. Kaguya-sama, with that after credit scene with the rotoscope, that it looked really good, but you could tell that something was just a little off. This doesn't have that. So it's not all perfectly clean, but it's seamless with everything else that's going on in the show. And I think that was really impressive.
1: I was even thinking the most recent idol show that I've seen, which is Zombieland Saga. Uh, that had the also obvious, like, shift from 2D animated standard scenes to the 3D animated performances. And while the rest of that show was pretty highly praised, there was a lot of criticism over the the choice to switch to that animation style. It does feel and look cheap, and it probably is cheap, and <laughs> that's why they that's why it. the shows are able to be made so
0: so tackling the behemoth that is the character designs, I'm gonna go kind of general just because I don't want to go into the details of every single girl that would be insane. Our podcast isn't that long when I'm talking generally, if you just look at each girl uh the Style of the animation with the characters reminds me a lot of kon um and I looked it up. There's a few of the people that worked on some of the like key animations and things like that for Kaon that worked on the show. um, but there doesn't seem to be a-, a ton of crossover, so I don't know if they were inspired by one another or if it's just a style that fit both of those shows. I think the biggest struggle with this show as opposed to something like. You know, another girl group in k Is that because there are so many girls that they end up really having to make them caricatures. So each girl has to be distinct in a way that you can tell them apart. To give some credit, they don't do it with crazy wild hairstyles for the most part. So there isn't like a rainbow of hairstyles. Um, the wildest one, there are two girls that have silver hair, the goth girl and the Russian girl. But for the most part, it's things like the clothes that they wear. So like tall girl tends to wear these very like flowy, girly dresses, not frilly, but just they look like summer dresses. Um, and then there's baking girl who, unfortunately, they comment on like the fact that she's a little chubby. Um, fortunately, it's done in like a tasteful way, but not the commenting, the way that she's drawn. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: You'll never guess how they differentiate <laughs> cat girl.
0: <laughs> it's just constantly her just saying nan.
1: <laughs> and cat ears. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, but she puts them on. Yes. Um, It's she like a joke. She actually
1: activates her persona when she walks in the door.
0: <laughs> Which I think is kind of funny for her to... You know, for them to make that sort of comment.
1: But other accessories, too, like Rock Girl has headphones all the time. Always.
0: Um, Lazy Girl wears a shirt that talks about, I don't know, how working sucks or something. And it's like way (laughs) too
1: big. It's an obvious like sleep shirt.
0: And she's very small. Like she looks like a toddler compared to everybody else. And then Sports Girl is usually carrying some sort of gym bag or a lacrosse stick field hockey, I don't know what it is, um, something. Goth girl, definitely full Lolita costume. But the main girls are basically just wearing their school uniforms, which are all different because they go to different schools. And so I, I have an appreciation for the fact that, for the most part, they look like normal girls, at least the main ones. The more periphery a girl is from like the main circle, the more kind of outlandish she seems to be. And maybe that'll tone down when they all start wearing the same outfits, because that is a thing that happens in like in idol groups is. They pretty much all wear the same outfits, not always, but with small distinction so that you can tell yours. Um, Some groups aren't like that, but from the opening animation, it seems like all these girls are going to be wearing the same outfit, Mm -hmm. which looks more like uh, Disney Snow White than Disney Cinderella. But it's true. It's fine.
1: I think probably the most interesting thing about the character design choices is that the source material is so different than what we're used to. Whereas... They didn't come from a character-driven sort of light novel or manga series where they might have had illustrations before. These all came from a card that you would have drawn in your game. Yep. And I do wonder, like, are the more outlandish girls, like, high-value cards? They're rare, they're unusual, they have special talents, and so maybe those are higher star ratings or something. Maybe. And so the more boring and normal you look, <laughs> the, the kind of more common the card.
0: I'm making a note for later to look it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, my only other note about production would be the music so far, which is that, um, you know, I I guess I need to reframe my understanding of idol groups because obviously, like, in reality, these are not... About the music per se. It's mostly about the individual girls, their personality, the kind of group dynamic and persona. And so when a character says, like, oh, you can sing, that's cool that you're an idol and you can sing. But so far, the music in this show, which is going to be a kind of major player in the series, is fine, but it is definitely not my style. And so I wonder if it's going to reach a point where it gets more interesting as they, like, start producing their own music for these CDs. I'd be curious to see what kind of music comes out of this, since a lot of it's going to be original stuff with lyrics, which is dangerous in (laughs) anime.
0: So something I kind of touched on a little bit, but I wanted to spend a, a little more time kind of explaining was... The pacing of this show. I actually think that pacing of this show kind of works. Because it's going pretty slow. Which I think would feel like a slog. If it wasn't for the fact that there were so many characters. And I can tell that they want me to like know and care about the characters. And so unlike Shinsukai Yori where they just blew through the characters. And then some just disappeared, and I could not care about them. They're really trying to take their time and introduce them in digestible sort of bites of having, like, hey, these are your three main girls. You're really going to be able to, like, pay attention to them. But then you're going to see the dynamic with maybe two or three other girls. And I think that works for how big this ensemble cast is. My fear is that it's going to be the only thing that's going to happen? Is just these these bites happening all the time, um, and then it'll feel like this isn't going anywhere. And maybe they can do it in a way that still stays really interesting. There are slice of life shows that don't need some sort of huge drama in order to be interesting, and you know, for us to care about them. I I appreciate a show that realizes. That they're introducing me to a lot of characters, and they it feels intentional to slow down and really give me time with them in a way that feels really natural. I have these girls that I started with and they all came in at the same time, and they're getting to know these other girls that are in the group with them. And it feels natural for the story to progress the way that it is. And I don't get to say that a lot about ensemble shows. It's either way too fast and I just immediately stop caring about certain characters or they're just sort of overly stereotyped in a way that kind of dismisses the characters in favor for a quote more interesting plot.
1: Yeah. I think the way that the pacing came across to me was that they are simultaneously trying to keep it slow enough that you can get to know all of these characters, but also kind of putting you in the shoes of one of these young girls who is going through this extreme experience that's unlike anything they've done. So like in these in the episode where the girls have to be a backup dancer for this huge idol who is a big star, and they're going to be... Suddenly going from I was just sitting in a dance studio and some Mm -hmm. producer guy came in to I'm in an arena in front of 10,000 people dancing behind this famous person. And so there's kind of that element of this is incredibly overwhelming of I've just been subjected to 14 different personalities. And, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to know these people. Mm To, okay, we're three or four episodes in, and I know some of them already. Just a little bit. Like, I, you know, I may not remember all of their names, but I know some vague things about them.
0: Like, Anastasia's really shy.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so you're getting kind of a slow drip of characters, but simultaneously you're being just absolutely bombarded with idle industry stuff. hmm And... Uh, I think that's kind of why you're saying it works is that you are experiencing the overwhelming sensation that the characters are, especially for some of them who this isn't like, you know, my sister was an idol, so I know what this is all about. Mm -hmm. These are literally just came in off the street people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that's something that works pretty well about this show. Now, is something that works really well in that pace? But it's still an idol show for me. I'm not sure yet. (laughs) Uh, This is kind of the first true idol show I've seen. Like I mentioned the zombie one, but that's obviously a very different thing. It's
0: much more about zombies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I don't know if just a plain old slice of life idol show is going to be my favorite thing in the world. But I think they're doing interesting things with it. I'm also kind of curious about uh, the game mechanics and how that would influence your influence your viewing in this show. Uh, Like over break, you looked up the energy drinks, which is like a consumable item in the game. Yes. And they just like ham fistedly throw it at the characters in the show. Like, do you want this energy drink? (laughs) Take this energy drink.
0: It felt weird in the moment, and now it makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because it's like the game is literally assaulting you to buy energy drinks to progress in the game. (laughs) Uh, And so I wonder if there's other stuff that we might be missing because we don't know how the game works.
0: Right. The question has to be asked, would you watch more of this show?
1: I think kind of based on everything I just said, I don't know if Idol is for me, (laughs) but... This one isn't the worst.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that means.
1: (laughs) Uh, So I I think I'm a maybe. Okay. uh, In that the show seems to be doing a good job with what it has. A couple of the characters I hate. A couple of them are good. And so if they can kind of keep that balance decent... Uh, and it's just like fun idol stuff. Sure, I'll, I'll give it a, a few episodes and, and see how it goes. Uh, don't expect to become like an instant fan of idol anime, though. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm also gonna say maybe, only for the reason that I don't, I don't know if this is the idol master that I would get into. Um, because this is just. One of them. I am really disappointed by the fact that I cannot access any of these games at all because we don't really have games that are similar in nature to this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we have Fire Emblem Heroes. That's the closest. And the Fate Grand Order one. Right. And that's probably about it. Which
0: is a totally different kind of feel because they're fighting. They're fighting games as opposed to just like a cute little idol <laughs> game um management sim yeah so i feel like i would have more investment if i were able to play the games um because like you were saying there's references to things that i didn't even know until i just happened to look it up when i was i was actually looking up the rarity of certain characters so i don't know i'm i'm probably going to do the same as you i might give it a couple more episodes and see I might also explore one of the other spinoffs or, or I don't know if there's like a main idol master. I'm not really sure how this whole franchise works. But I might go investigate one of those. I would not turn this show off immediately.
1: <laughs> this is one where I really wish it had a dub. Yes. So that we could just have it on the background and yes. not have to be completely consumed by it.
0: I mean, they have the money. They could make it happen.
1: Yeah. They do, but do we? <laughs> we don't have the game. They probably don't have the investment. That's fair.
0: If you would like to learn more about our show, you can visit our website at anamonday.moe. That's anamonday.moe. You can send us questions and comments to podcasts at annamonday.moe. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our username is anamondaycast, and you can find links for that on our website.
1: Thank you so much to Crunchyroll for all of the anime that you provide and for the Random Button, which produces these wonderful and wonderfully terrible results. If you want to follow along with us each week, we'll have a link to the current title on our website and social media so that you can watch what we're watching. Finally, thanks to C2A for providing the intro and outro music for our show, which come from the Senpai EPs available on his Bandcamp and other major streaming services.
0: Which he's... Working on some new stuff, y'all.
1: Halfway through Senpai Three.
0: <laughs> it's very exciting. Apparently,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, change up some of the some of the transition music for the podcast <laughs> with some new anime guitar music.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's roll. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's do this. It's also very warm in here.
1: All right. Well, random button in three, two, one. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Oh, no, what? Oh, no, what? He always takes so long between the roll. And he has a reaction, and then I don't know what to do with it.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about some more idle anime? Okay.
0: <laughs> we do get, like, coupled things.
1: Uh, The anime for this week is Love Live Sunshine.
0: Uh, The first episode is called I Want to Shine. With two exclamation
1: points. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love Live, I believe, is the biggest idol anime.
0: The animation looks great.
1: Uh, I don't know if this is like a spinoff or something, so we'll have to check if there's another series. Mm. But, yeah. Okay. Love Live is huge.
0: I see they had a Sega reference in it. Oh, cool. So (laughs) I swear we get them in couples. Probably. So much for that random button. Well, okay, more idols. Let's do this. My research will not have been wasted, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you all for joining us this week. Uh, We hope you are doing okay out there.
0: Yes. Stay safe. safe.
1: Stay healthy, and uh, we'll see you next time.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.